0: This is MMA love, love from America, our show in English. And if I talk, it's English adjacent. I am your co-host, Matt, and he is the host of our show, the MMA devouring donut photographer Hart binging Luke from Seattle. Hi, Luke. Hi. Morning. Luke, um, why are we doing this today?
1: Well, like you said, there randomly was some uh, boo hurt in the southeastern continental United States that I watched ten minutes of. So we got to talk about that, of course. Also, we need to issue a quick retraction and a quick correction. So we have to do this today because it's been this is our this is our third episode. And I've already gotten things very wrong, and I need to issue retractions to my previous statements.
0: That's very important. Our, our listeners are very uh, clever, so they won't yeah. cope with your mistakes. And today we'll correct them. Um, what we do always, or what we like to do, is structure our show in some segments. We'll start with a serious thing it's called Restart the Sport um, UFC Volkov versus Overeem. Uh, then we'll go into my favorite segment. It's called MMA Gossip Boys. We have a fixed segment now for the people listening last time. Jake Paul versus Ben Askren is happening, so we have to talk about it every week. Uh, We have Angela (laughs) Hill um, basically obliterating Stephen A. Smith. We'll go into that. And then we'll have uh, the Luke segment. Still very proud of that. Um, Where we go into the Buhurt you, um, you mentioned. And the retraction, because that that is that might be a mistake we will we'll never will never um, be able to recover from. And you promised me a James Vick retrospective, so I'm very very excited for that.
1: Yeah, I'd like to talk about him a tiny bit. Um, and don't forget the end when we ask everyone to like, share, subscribe, hit that bell, tweet, Instagram follow, and what not
0: of course uh, ask your questions your comments your concerns if you want us to discuss anything just hit us up in the channels you know them by now instagram.com slash mmalovepodcast facebook.com slash Podcast, mma-love.com so uh not to um <laughs> to prolong this any longer i have a small sample though i want to play this is cte island this ain't Fight <laughs> That's that's how I feel. CTE Island. It's um, it's a good thing to uh, start I'll restart the sports segment. Um, I like to ask you the always the, what fight sports stuff entered your system this weekend, and what do you need to get out?
1: Yeah, that that was yeah. There was some CTE this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the this actually goes back to something I wanted to say on, I think episode one with you was that I want guys who have been around forever to only fight guys who have been around forever and that, just not, not have quite a senior league. Like not, it's not an age thing. It's a, it's a wear and tear and how good you've been for so long thing because watching Carlos Condit fight Matt Brown, I, I really actually really enjoyed but watching Frankie Edgar get absolutely fucking obliterated by a flying knee, um, yeah, I, I was a little—I was just like, "Oh,
0: you'll have you'll have gotta, another fight." He's got to
1: take six or ten months off after that, man. That's a <laughs> that was a rough one. You, you know?
0: have you have another fight on this card where where your wishes come true with um, some senior That's right seniors fighting each other, and same with the Condit fight you mentioned. This was also very good. But let's let's um, That's right. Yep. Let's start and, and, with with the the murder of Frankie Edgar.
1: Yeah, I, KO of the year so far. Yes,
0: I, I actually started the list um, because I, I love to do lists, um, yeah. as you might have known. So I started the KO. Let me let me check. what I I started a lot of lists, but uh, the one I could start <laughs> today was the KO of the year list. And whoa, um, yeah, twenty eight seconds in. Um, yeah, basically, Frankie Edgar got, got murdered by a flying scissor knee um, by Corey Sandhagen.
1: Yeah, so so Dominic Cruz is on commentary and he says something along the lines of, uh, you saw him draw Frankie in with the side-to-side movement and he timed it perfectly. Can you, as someone who trains, talk about that a little bit? Is that something that you saw as well?
0: Yes, uh, definitely. He yeah. also hit, it, hit the... He actually did, did a switch knee or a scissor knee or however you want to call it, and he really hit that that knee that actually comes up behind some sort of a of a of a jab. So yes, mm-hmm. um, I'm not always a fan of the analysis of or the commentary at, at least of of um, one Dominic Cruz. I love his fighting though, so he should fight more, commentate less. But that is that is a good good analysis. I think he, <clears throat> yeah, he, he really switched his position from left to right. And basically, that timing was was impeccable.
1: Was this? I already forgot. This was in the division Dominic Cruz fights in, right? Or was it yeah. <laughs>
0: I think so.
1: Yeah, it, it's hard to say, right? Yes, like,
0: yes. He, it's 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 bantamweight. Yeah, Cruz is Cruz yeah. is actually ranked so, eleven or something like that there, and and yes, Sandhagen was second, and Frankie was the fourth,
1: according to the UFC. Yeah, right? I'll so, I'll
0: know, go whatever. for that one. We we can we can start our own rankings if we dislike this UFC rankings a lot but at the moment they don't look that bad besides that's fine. besides Khabib being the champ and like Conor maybe even yeah no actually Conor so, they, they put him down a bit but yeah
1: so San, Sandhagen said it as well in his post fight interview he was like you know I don't he, he was basically like you know I'm not trying to talk shit here but you know that's Frankie Edgar. We saw that. We did that. On to the next thing. It's time for me to get get it back against Aljamain or, or get the belt or whatever he said. So that's um, you could yeah, you couldn't have said that's it better. Two two explosive knockouts in a row. Yeah. Wheel kick, Morice, and flying knee or jumping sitter knee, whatever you want to call it. into yeah. Edgar. Nice, nice.
0: He got submitted nice. by Aljamain Sterling. Some, I mean, that's that's forever ago. So yeah, but basically, that that was also the best thing he could have said after that. Yeah, that early early KO of the year contender. Hard to beat that one. Mm-hmm. Also, yep. I'll, I'll I have to count in the the stakes too for a KO of the year or for some submission of the year thing. If it's if it's only on the card and it's a very nice submission, okay. But I'd love to count in that Sandhagen was under. A lot of pressure, and I mean, Frankie didn't look very good in that fight. He could, how could he? Twenty-eight seconds in, but it's, Fra- it's still Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar is not washed. Frankie Edgar is not done. He's he's a he's a very good fighter, still very dangerous. I think, yep. yeah, he 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 beat Munoz last time. Okay, he's losing mm-hmm. to Ch- Chan Sung Jung and Max Holloway, but. Yeah, that dude is yeah. still, that, that yeah, dude is said, still we something. we said it
1: last, we said it last episode, I said, you know, it's Frankie Edgar, he's going to come to fight, and the only people he's lost to in the last four or five years are people at the top of the divisions that he's fought at.
0: True. But that that you KO know? was really, really stunning, um, so yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, for real. Another and, and you want to talk another one is is Overeem Volkov. <laughs>
0: that is a fucking no. hell too but but in a, in it. a way it. other way. Give me your take on that on that fight.
1: I it was it was a little wild to to see Overeem come out and look shy. You know what I mean? Like and there were some people that that called it out in some chats that I was in but it's not like something that I see very you know I don't fight, I don't eat tape that much so it's not something that I really expected at all but the other thing that kind of got me is the thing that I remember most about Volkov is being timid against Derek Lewis and then knocking him out at the end of the fifth round or third round at the end of the fight whenever that fight was I think it was on a Connor card and Derek Lewis just clubbed him right at the end of the fight and knocked him out and this Volkov that we saw was getting right in there and throwing um, in a heavyweight fight against a guy that can knock people out, so I don't know if if he changed something or if he just thought Overeem would be older and slower, and he wasn't afraid or what. But yeah, it makes you want to see more Volkov, right? Um,
0: yeah, I'd have to now- agree with that. I did, I think Volkov was. Like he was fighting all the time. It's not. It's not that he showed us anything new. The Reem as well. I saw these these chats too, and the people saying, "Yeah, Reem was timid, and he was timid in his last several fights." I, I actually would say that he was more defensively. Oh, can you say that even defensively aware? Can you say that? In- can say
1: that. <laughs> that is that is English. You're doing wow. great. Okay. Um, defensively aware
0: defensively yeah. where i i think that was that was on that was by design also him him um, backing up to the cage and and caging up in a in a very good defense actually so i'm i think we saw the 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 things of these two guys i was expecting what i didn't i i think also rim didn't start that bad he he timed his punches well um he threatened with the grappling it's it was it was very obvious i thought the the fake takedown attempts and the fainting but it it worked um to to not give Volkov too many chances um he i think so
1: when he's when he's against the cage and he's shelling up yeah. that's the point that at some point Volkov was like oh he's not throwing back and just starts teeing off that's the point i want to see Overeem duck and grab a double leg right
0: i mean that would be the point where i would would like to see Volkov just Kicking him in the body, or or kneeing him, or something like that. He didn't. break right, because
1: Volkov was just standing there and trying to punch through his guard.
0: That that is that is a way to easily break your hand on a on an elbow or something like that. So th- th- mm. that is that is def- defensively more. Uh, that is better than it looks <laughs> from Overeem, I think. Um, but yeah, then the, the, the fight changed in in some way that Overeem was was throwing these overhand rights, like running in overhand rights, and I think mm-hmm. the w- first one or two were quite good. But then he started to close his eyes. Um, he was—he was, he was like—I I don't know—he didn't even look. That is—that's is something you do when you're a real beginner. Uh, you close your eyes while you punch, and you can't see what what comes afterwards. And yeah, that was that was quite strange. And then he—he really—he, I think he faded. Yeah, for yeah, like, sure. Sorry. Yeah. I,
1: I mean, I don't think—I don't think you can get tagged up by Alexandra Volkov like that and and not fade, right? And that's the thing. Like, if you're going to shell up there and be defensive, but something has to come back to get him to to step back, to get Volkov to step back. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So if Reem's going to shell up on the cage and not throw, then, yeah, Volkov might break his hand, but but hoping your opponent breaks their hand is no way to try to win an MMA fight, right? No. So... Duck under, grab a double leg, put Volkov on the ground, throw back, and get some respect. Something because at some point you're right. He just got tagged too many times. I was looking again at the uh, at the age difference. Volkov's thirty two, and Reem is uh, forty. So it's another one of those. This guy's been around forever. Overeem's been fighting since like longer than I've been alive. Right? It's like
0: I'd say so. Yeah. Like,
1: he's forty. Yeah, he's a little older than I am. He's been fighting since he was twenty um, or younger. Put him in there against guys that have been fighting that long, or don't give him fights anymore. I think right?
0: he. Uh, I think he. Yeah, I'm not sure if I agree there. I, I think Reem, He also redeemed himself a bit. He 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 brushed up his defensive game. He actually. Worked on his striking. He wasn't that reckless anymore. Also, the the thing we we thought for a long time that his chin was gone. I don't think his chin is gone at all. I think he he took. You're you're actually correct with that. He took a lot of shots, and you there's can't take no, them forever. But that chin, that no chin way, is okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no way to have a good chin at heavyweight. Like like, it's not, not like for long chin is Gone like like, it's not like. It's not like uh, – uh, this is going to sound mean, but it's not like Andre Arlovsky,
0: you know, that chin. That chin brush, came back too, but yeah, you're right.
1: That chin came back too, but it was gone for a while. It's not like – you can't have a good chin at heavyweight. You can't take shots at
0: heavyweight. You can't rely on that chin. It, uh, <laughs> no. Actually, I saw it with, with Arlovsky. He, he – Implemented some head movement and some taking punches from old boxing thing, and you can improve your chin with that a bit, but it's not a, g- a good strategy in heavyweight to get hit that many times, like like no. over and dip with Volkov.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to. I don't mean to like. I don't mean to like say like this guy shouldn't fight anymore. This guy can do whatever he wants. But the problem in the UFC, uh, like, seems like a lot of the time is that you've got guys that have been around forever that have made names, like Edgar, like Overeem. You're paying them a lot of money. You want to get your money out of them, so you match them up at the top of cards against guys that are either at the top of their division or coming up. So you're either derailing a hype train or the guy that's the name at the top of the card is losing a fight because he's matched against the guy at the top of the division.
0: I mean, I'm I'm a bit more jaded than you are, I think. I I personally just look for... For the single fight and for the the thing that happened in that fight, and I really enjoyed that that fight, Alistair Overeem against Volkov, and I'm not that keen on, like, okay, can he really make it or can he make it to the title? And is he is he working somewhere up? I I also think that that Overeem shouldn't retire now. I think he he should uh, fight two or three more. Um, but yeah, I I, I I enjoyed that fight. I, I didn't think it was that bad until like the start of the of the second round when Reem really just did did his no look running punches.
1: I may so my my takes on the whole UFC thing from from Overeem Volkov, the whole card may be pretty jaded by my experience with trying to watch it. That too. <laughs> so, this may have been a lot better than I think it was because I couldn't watch the majority of the card in, with any kind of clarity. Like, they would put tweets on the side of the screen, and my resolution was so busted that I couldn't read
0: them. Where did you watch it? I mean, uh, I watched
1: it in many places. I yes. watched okay. it on ESPN on the web, I watched it on ESPN plus on my phone, I watched it on uh, yes. illegal streams online <laughs> and the only place that had a consistently good resolution was the illegal streams uh, I had to basically just switch between the three over and over again as things became unwatchable or buffering happened or things were turned off so I mean, it, was a, it was a frustrating experience um, I did get to see the good stuff or what I what I would consider was probably the good stuff, in the Edgar knockout and the uh, Benil Dariush Diego Fierro fight.
0: Might be time for you to get a VPN and just log in into the Euro Fight Pass thing because it was, for me, it was yeah. it was perfect.
1: Yep. haha Yep. I'm the I'm the <laughs> VPN and I'm gonna be your neighbor. That's it. We're gonna we're gonna all become Europeans.
0: We'll go European fight fans. We'll go into the into the seniors league. If you if you'd like all right do you have anything else to say for, for no, work? do yeah, you want to do see it. do you want to see um the reem fight again
1: if he wants to I want him to get paid yeah because if he wants to fight again he's gonna fight somewhere yeah. and he's making hundreds of thousands of dollars to fight in the UFC so I would prefer he stays there
0: yeah it's yeah. 250k it's, officially I think for for ream for every fight guaranteed
1: it was more last time so it, maybe he took a pay cut to
0: continue
1: his contract it was Definitely over three hundred at
0: some point. Okay. So. um How much did uh, Clay Guida make?
1: I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> matter. He li- I was under the impression he lived in a van down by the river in Albuquerque.
0: That dude is so happy it's unbearable.
1: He's he is a he he has a bright bright future as a motivational coach for sure.
0: He's Team Alpha like, Male now. I think his his trailer is oh, a Team Alpha right. Male at the moment.
1: That's right. He moved. He's no longer at, at Winklejohn. Nope. Um he, uh, you know, it, I'm okay with it, man. Like, <laughs> thank, I I know I you. went into this. I know I went into this being all salty because he gave me a bad fight with Gray Maynard. But in his walkout, he had his hair back in a ponytail, and I was like, oh, oh, he's here to actually fight. He's not going to be jumping around with his hair in his eyes the entire fight. I may have made a bad pick. Damn, and I did.
0: I did don't, make a bad. Pick. Don't talk bad picks. My 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 streak at the moment it's 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 the worst. I can't believe. And I'm not I'm not picking like just just closing my eyes and picking guys. I'm actually looking into it a bit, and and my picks are so bad. The the unofficial small pickem league we have. I I basically finished finished second last or last place the last three times. It's it's embarrassing. It,
1: I'm looking now. You had six correct picks. I had eight correct picks. <laughs> so you're not that much worse than me. It's just that I had a lot more that I picked as decisions that went
0: to two decisions. So I, I might have points. to retire from that again. I always retire after I'm, I'm getting second last or last, and then and then I'll come back somehow. But yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Guida actually, I think the move to to Team Alpha. I'm not quite sure when he did it. Um, I'm I'm of the opinion that Winkeljohn isn't a good coach for a long time, but that's a that's a topic for another day. But yeah, that 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 Chloe Guida performance was quite refreshing. I think. I mean. He, he worked. That was that was he a worked. good fight. He,
1: he I didn't just so he used his he, he didn't just use his cardio to hop around side to side with his hair in his eyes. He used his cardio to work. And he worked three rounds and then he got up and started jogging around the octagon because he's still so happy
0: and has so much cardio. Yeah, it's he also ridiculous. Did it. From the last time I remember, I remember he he actually also had a more varied game. He he was striking, he was moving side to side, and then he was actually mixing in his grappling quite good. And also against Johnson, which is who is a dangerous striker. We'll we'll go go into Michael Johnson after that. But yeah, Gida, he was he was very good. I the same with the with the <laughs> with the last seniors' fight. This this was also a very good fight.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah these guys with with a lot of miles that have been doing this for a long time that I mean yep he's at lightweight yep lightweight's a shark tank but there's plenty of people at lightweight for him to fight either guys in the mid-range that are on the way up and need a test let's see if they can get in there with clay guida a guy who's going to work for all 15 minutes yeah. and apparently actually work and see if they can keep up because the thing that's the thing about lightweight is you're invariably if you're in the top five going to be headlining an event? You need to have cardio to go five rounds at well, lightweight.
0: Also, and Clay Guida, you, you can't put him away that easily. He, he actually nope. he ate some 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 shots. He was he also had to do a lot of work on the ground to keep uh, Michael Johnson down. So that that was I, I was I was quite amazed by the, by this performance because I I usually don't like to watch Clay Guida uh, for obvious reasons, but this time. That was that was really something.
1: Yep, that was good. I had fun. What do you think of uh, the other awesome lightweight fight on this card, <laughs> Benil Dariush versus Diego Ferreira?
0: Boy, how how where do you, can we can we go before we go into that fight? Can we go into Michael Johnson? Can you can you make sense of Michael Johnson? No. Point. <laughs> no. Let's he, go to the next if, fight.
1: If he. If the only thing i could say sounds really mean and i don't mean it mean for it to be mean i mean for it as a as a very honest assessment is just i think i think considering just how how wildly inconsistent he is it would be good for him to not just have a coach in a camp but talk to a sports psychologist and i he maybe he already is but like there's something about something about something about the way he fights and trains and his fight IQ needs to change, right? He's beaten the best guys, but also lost to, to guys he shouldn't lose to and yeah. also lost to the best guys. And yeah, he's but- still there. He's still fighting and he's still got a contract. So if he's going to be on the biggest stage in the world in MMA, go get a sports psychologist.
0: Yeah, the sports psychologist is, 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 is one thing. I always criticized Michael Johnson for for having these gym wars basically what oh, i think yeah. what i, I personally think is that
1: you texted me that stuff what yeah. i
0: think is that sometimes you leave too much energy into the in in the gym if you spar that, that in, in that way and of course also you you're not helping your your health let me let me that ask another re- guy
1: this is cte island this is my point this ain't fight island. <laughs> thank
0: That's you cte Justin. island <laughs> That but just reinforces
1: I, my point. Why is he so upset in the gym that he has to beat the shit out of his teammates?
0: Yeah, correct. Why, why uh, is
1: his Why is his ego so wound into that that he can't go get paid to beat the shit out of people like he should? Let you know me give I mean? you
0: Let me give you a, a take I I developed while watching this fight. I always I thought okay, it might be the sports psychologist, it might be the gym wars, but what I saw today is that I I think Johnson has a difficult time reading techniques other guys present him, him with, and maybe he was surprised with Clay Guida because that guy is, is usually just hump, no, not humping around. Can you say no Hopping, <laughs> humping around. Also, maybe also he also yeah. might hump around. Uh, not, we don't know, but um, yeah, hopping around. But but today he, he also presented presented him with some leg kicks. But I think he has a difficult time reading the the, the techniques of his opponents and then develop strategies against them. And uh, I mean I mean that in. Okay, if that guy hits me with, with with low kicks, what what do I do? Do I just continue to do what I do? Because you can't; mm-hmm. you have to adapt. And and I think he didn't yep. do that. He also today, I, I think, I mean, he has some. He has not not um, to be judgmental or something like that, but he has short legs compared to the rest of his body. And even with these short legs, he's leaning forward all the time. So so I mean, Guido hit him with with hooks or with looping punches. From quite far away, because Johnston was leaning so much forward that he was getting hit by these. And also some, some strange, stiff hips, but maybe I'm reading too much into that. But yeah, the, the difficulty reading techniques is, is something that he, he needs to work on. And then I'm not sure if. Where, where does he train at the moment? Do you know that?
1: It says on Tapology Sanford MMA. I don't know what that is, though. It's down in um, Florida.
0: Yeah, Sanford is an old. I think he was with Henry so, Hooft, but yeah, that's what I thought too. Let me ch- know, let me check. I, I have the power of the internet at my hand.
1: Boca Raton, Florida. Black
0: Sillian, Sanford MMA. I think Sanford is a DBMA guy, but I'm yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not well, quite sure
1: we can come back to it yeah. in his next fight yeah. if he wins or loses and see if he has the ability to check his ego and adapt to, in a fight because that's another part of it too i that think that might is, be is, something
0: yeah that that's basically brought to the point i wanted to say it it might be the ego because I think he's a good fighter I, i'm not i don't think he's not capable of actually doing it but he he obviously somehow decides not to do it that's that might be a good point yeah
1: yeah he beat he beat tony I know it was <laughs> in 2012, it but it's like t-
0: thousands of years ago. But yeah, he
1: <laughs> beat, beat Joe Lozon. He's beaten. <laughs> he's beaten a ton of guys. He beat Edson Barboza. He beat Dustin Poirier in 2016. You yeah. know, it's, it's. I he strange. beat Artem Lobov. Come on. So
0: some people, some people uh, say that he he um, clipped Habib. So
1: some people say some people are saying this. I don't know who, but some people are saying. Oh, <laughs> listen, we got to move on.
0: Yes, of course. We're, we're and it's, 30 and I'm minutes only gonna
1: touch. I'm going to touch this real briefly. Please. I just want to say, but Neil Darius is clearly on the path to fighting for the nicest motherfucker belt because he got in there. He worked three rounds with Diego Ferreira. He looked good. They asked him to call somebody out and he put his teammate over asking him to give his teammate a UFC shot. And then before that, in his post-fight interview, he said that Diego should have been matched up with somebody in the top five, and he should have been matched up with somebody in the top five, and they never should have derailed either of them. So he put his opponent over and said Diego should still be matched with somebody in the top five. <laughs> truly, truly on the path to fighting Stephen Thompson for the nicest motherfucker belt. Yeah, I don't know where they do that fight. Maybe Stephen can cut a little more weight, but <laughs> dude, nice guy. So that's yeah, but, all I wanted to say about that. It was a good fight, and anybody listening should go back and watch it. Absolutely.
0: It. Perfect perfect. And I was able to yeah. see
1: it. That was when my, my stream was clear, so that's good.
0: Congratulations. Uh,
1: everything else, I don't have much. I was fighting with technology to try to watch it. Um, there... Justin James had his eye almost explode. It was wild. Um, you should watch that. Yeah, we, we should. Uh, that's have, all. That's all else I had.
0: Yeah, I have one one little fight. We have to just just have a small take on it's. It's the uh, debut of Manuel Cape mm-hmm. against Alexandre Pantoja, 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 or whatever. Um, and we all were a bit on the hype train for Cape. and that that hype train got derailed like crazy because Pantoja. Was He was walking him down from the start like a madman. Coppy didn't do much, but I think he didn't do much because Pantoja did, did present him with all that. He was just in his face the whole time. Yep. That fight was also brilliant. Yep, that
1: was a good fight.
0: I had it. I had it three rounds to zero for Pantoja. So it was quite. It was not a good a good fight in that sense. But I was very very impressed by by him and and how he dealt with Carpe, which is who is actually a, a pressure fighter at uh, at his at his fights. So yeah, that was that was a good fight too. Yep,
1: I did have. I did. I did like that, uh, from what I saw, I was picking copy, but yeah, either jitters or just not used to somebody being up in his grill like that. But yeah, it was, it was totally, totally worth watching as well. The uh, last thing about this event that I want to say Adelaide bird is back, baby. (laughs) Adelaide bird, Adelaide bird.
0: Let's go back.
1: Adelaide bird is back. And Chris Lee was also in the building. And last I checked, the UFC owned the building. So I I don't, like, I was, uh, like, blew my mind. Sal Diamato was there. I was like, dude, like, if I'm Dana, I'm like, you guys aren't allowed on the property. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Adelaide Bird is back is tattoo material.
1: Adelaide, the Procopica. Kopio defeated McCann by unanimous unanimous decision. The judges were Sal Diamato, Chris Lee, and Jaron Vallel. Jaron Vallel, no longer allowed to ref, apparently he's judging now. Uh
0: I mean yeah. that's a that's a triumph for everyone been one, so
1: all the usual suspects and Adelaide Bird is back in the
0: mix. Yeah if you ever decide
1: how much, how, how much you want to bet that, that she just like absolutely janks the fucking title fight on ufc 258 and gives it to burns after Usman punches him around the octagon for three or five rounds
0: don't five don't rounds. even don't even go there please don't do it she's doing it it's happening <laughs> i'm so willing
1: it into existence
0: how would you rate that uh, ufc fight night over him versus volkov give it a uh,
1: rating my personal rating, I'm giving it a 4 out of 10 because Whoa. I could not watch most of it. But that is personal. I think if I actually could have been able to read what was on the screen and watch what was going on, probably would have been a lot higher. I, just, I like fights, man. 7 out of 10 <laughs> is like the minimum for me. You have to have like a cursed Canadian UFC event to get lower than a 7 on <laughs> UFC. You know what I mean? Like, like Calgary just, or Alberta or
0: something. Step, Step your internet game up is what I would say.
1: I'm pretty sure it was ESPN because I was having no problems on any other streaming service. That's the thing. like, And I have like 10 devices all over the house running through the cable modem, and it's fine. So I don't know.
0: So but yeah. There was, um, yeah, but there wasn't. Did, did, you, have, did you watch any other um, MMA stuff which has to be discussed in a in a serious way? Or do you want to go on? I mean, is Knucklemania serious? I don't think it's <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, we have to we have to go into we we'll go into Knucklemania, of course. Um, but it, I, I think it's it's your it's your thing. You watch the whole thing, so we'll we'll put it in the Luke segment. Yeah, but yes, yeah. no. Be aware, we'll, it. we'll we'll, we'll talk Knucklemania. Okay, of course we will. Um, yeah, so that that was that was basically that. Um, very good event i hope you all enjoyed it too um so let's let's switch the segment all right um i need i need sounds for that but i'll i'll just play angela hill and this You've is oh, no, that's Island. not. <laughs> this ain't fight <five> <laughs> honor okay. hi dustin hi dustin uh, let, let's play angela yeah i feel like my ankle's gonna snap and- good that's what you want I mean, I have two buttons here. I pressed the wrong one. So that's that should tell you everything about the state. I mean, we're, we're in the MMA Gossip Boys segment. And we have several, things, <laughs> we have several <laughs> things to discuss. Um, we'll, we'll go into the last time we established a new segment within that segment. And that's I, I, I love that. And it has to be Ben Eskro versus Jake Paul. Do you have an update on, on that fight, which is probably going to happen?
1: I don't have an update on the fight itself, but I do know social media has been all buzz. Ben Askren has been creating content for us to create content, talking about his content. So we're in a content circle jerk already, but he, <laughs> he, someone made on Reddit a, a video highlight reel of Ben Askren, uh, striking. And it was in a, a highlight reel of Ben Askren, just eating knees, trying to get entries on takedowns. And I was just, I couldn't I couldn't make it through half of it man. That dude has eaten so many shots. Uh the Masvidal one was just the the nail in the coffin because he was eating knees on entries like in One and in Bellator. And I I will find the link for people to see it, but it is uh it is a it is a rugged watch, so just, just be aware of the amount of CTE that Ben Askren is absorbing as he tries to wrestle, and I don't know how this is going to turn out. It can't, it can't possibly be good.
0: I mean, it has to be good because we're we're taking a lot of time um, watching what he does, and I, I also saw a clip of him um, working a a heavy bag, um, basically just just throwing punches at it. And I'm I'm very sure that he's trolling us. I know that he his his striking performance in his fights was was not that great. Let's put it that way, but it can't be that bad. What 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 he did to dude, that bag? It was it was abysmal.
1: Dude, I have I just pulled the Reddit link for the video, so we will put it in the show notes. Yeah, and you can see it as well. I mean. But- there will always be more Ben Askren content, and we've already talked for a long time,
0: anyway. So yes, let's let's move on. But Ben Askren was Jake Paul, it will happen. It next will happen. next topic. Um, that it, it, this Funniest might be the highlight. Yeah, this might be the highlight of of um, of today. That's the, the reason. I hope I'm putting the, I'm pushing the right button now. But the reason for the clip I played several times already was this. This is CTEI. I pushed the wrong button. Yeah, (laughs) I (laughs) feel like my ankle's going to snap.
1: Good, that's what you want. Oh, my God. So I I want you to know, this is the funniest thing I saw a week, and I watched Knuckle Mania. Stephen A. Smith went off on a tangent on some podcast and said he doesn't want to watch women fight. And this resulted in, you know, whatever – Social media outrage. Can,
0: sorry, sorry to interrupt. Can you give a, a small context on Stephen A. Smith for the people who might not know who he is?
1: Yes, uh, to our European followers and listeners and friends, Stephen A. Smith is a guy who goes on TV to say bad things and then outrage people so that more people watch Stephen A. Smith go on TV to say bad things to outrage them. It's a vicious. It's a it's a vicious cycle of bullshit, and uh, he went on some thing, I don't think it was TV, I think it was a podcast, and said he didn't want women uh, to see women fight. He wouldn't outlaw it, but he didn't like it and didn't want to watch it. To which a lot of people replied with very good uh, commentary about how he was wrong, and Jan Jacek replied saying she didn't need his respect, but it would have been nice if he gave her respect, something like that. It was good. A lot of good burns, but the best burn of the week was Stephen A Smith's boxing hitting pads video that he made in response to Conor McGregor Cowboy Cerrone, I think.
0: Yeah, he Angela he, he Hill had a, sorry, he had a comment. Down. Yeah, he, he had a comment once where he basically said that Donald Cerrone quit against yes, against um <laughs> against yes, Conor McGregor and and he he got he got a lot of shit for that afterwards. So he he took it upon himself to um show that he's capable of fighting and he's capable of boxing and he, he recorded himself hitting some mitts on a, on a guy. And, yep. and it's basically the worst thing ever. And yeah, Angela Hill, um, did it, did, did an, an impersonation of that.
1: Angela Hill did an impersonation of that while Steve, while her coach broke down the style and did a really, really good job making fun of Stephen A. Smith because, there's two way. Well, there's two ways to deal with it. One, you can get outraged because you want to, because that's you know whatever whatever the dopamine hit is to get outraged, you know, and be part of the perpetual bullshit machine. Or you can get on social media and just follow Angela Hill because she's hilarious. And at some point, the clip you're hearing is her standing in an elaborate, uh, uh, exaggerated fashion, the way Stephen A. Smith was standing. And her coach asking her, how do your legs feel? You feel you're all, feel all, all weak in the knees or something like that? And she says, yeah, I feel that you hurt her. I feel like my ankle is going to break. And it's I just died
0: laughing. It was great. Let me try it one more time. Maybe I get it right this time. Yeah, I feel like my ankle is going to
1: snap. And- Good,
0: that's what you want. So highly recommend. Good, that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want. Um, <laughs> I highly recommend, of course, watching this. We'll put it in the show notes as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll 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 for sure link link to uh link to friend of the show Angela Hill on I guess that was not Twitter, that was on Insta. So we'll link to Insta. Yes,
0: yes. Um yeah, perfect. That, I mean, was... you you have to bury that guy. You can't take him seriously. You can't be outraged because yeah, some of it might. I mean, I'm not quite sure if some of it, it of course, might be just provoking and, and getting people to listen to oh, him. But this hundred percent. But I think I think some of that is is serious and he's he really means it. So it's listen, it's a it's a small small path.
1: Listen, I, I won't talk a lot or at all about this, but the worst thing you can do is have an emotional reaction to people who want you to have an emotional reaction. And I don't know what politics is like in Switzerland right now, but here like comedy is the best medicine. Just laugh it off because it's ridiculous and move on with your life because the more air you give it, the worse you're going to feel. So I don't, I don't ever get upset about something Stephen A. Smith says about MMA because he's a moron. He doesn't know anything about MMA. We it have about bad other sports that I don't know anything about.
0: <laughs> we have bad politics and bad comedy, so I'm not not going to comment on that.
1: I sent you some Bill Hicks links this week. Oh, yeah. I hope you watched them. <laughs>
0: nope. <laughs> you'll
1: get you'll get to it. Okay, you'll get yeah, to I it. Will.
0: Yes, that that was. The, uh, do you have any other gossip we need we need to get into?
1: No, th- not I this think, week. I think, I think that's we'll
0: it. We'll Luke ourselves now. We'll go to the Luke okay. segment. Which which one of the two buttons do you want me to hit?
1: <laughs> Neither. Neither. We need to, there's no way, there's no way to have a button in, for the sound of a guy with a two-handed longsword smashing another guy in the helmet. Yeah, It's just a big clang. That's not a good sound.
0: You watched, actually, you know? I, I stumbled upon it on, on Facebook and in, in one of your states in South Carolina, I think, there was live... Story life medieval buhurt fighting and you watched it of course because you watched it all so
1: it's not a thing it's not listen it's not a thing there (laughs) they just they just they went and they went after it so I saw you link it and I was like okay well I mean it's not like I had anything better to do except hang out with my family and my dog so I guess I'll watch buhurt instead so I watched 10 minutes of 5v5 men's buhurt uh and I learned some things. And it's important because I, I had it all wrong when we talked about it the first time. I said, why wouldn't you just throw your weapon on the ground and just use throws and get these guys on the ground and win? Well, it's not a, you can't do that. There's a rule. <laughs> if you drop your weapon, you have to run to the reservists behind the fence and get a new weapon from them. You're not allowed to pick up your weapon and you must always have your weapon. So you're not allowed to just throw your weapon on the ground and calf kick guys and throw them on the ground.
0: Not, not joking. I-,
1: I saw. I saw. I this is a correction. I said something about armor weight. According to the announcer doing the voiceover from the 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 analysis of the boo hurt, the armor weighs between seventy five and one hundred pounds. Does not weigh like one fifty like I thought it did. Um, and anything else? The only thing I the only other thing I noticed in the five v five was there was not any there was not any throws and there was not any calf kicks. So I don't know if it's illegal. Or if they just are are not training at an MMA gym because there are a, there was ample opportunity to just hip toss a guy and it was not taken.
0: I'm so, seriously um, thinking about seems doing, like more a, of a hobby. I, doing a doing a um podcast because
1: we will. So we will do some very special podcasts here and there for I, sure. I do think because so. I have I have thoughts, but I one hour segment. <laughs>
0: I rewatched a guy with a GoPro on his head um, basically running into dudes in in, in some older boot, and I, I I think it's the best. But talking about the best, it got way more difficult to say what is the best thing uh, fight sports adjacent after this weekend of uh, Knuckle Mania. Yeah. Uh, for for people it, who don't so- know or, or didn't, didn't register, Knuckle Mania is the bare-knuckle... Uh there was a an an event of bare knuckle fighting championships. Some some US Dork um, established that last year. And Knucklemania was basically his his latest event with yep. um MMA alum. It had, it had names. MMA alums for sure. Paige Van Zandt. And she got the attention they, they obviously wanted to have with her. And yeah, but but let's yep. let's break down a bit of, of Knuckle Mania.
1: So there are some things that uh, were not great, um, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, were awesome. Because, like, what what would you expect on the prelims of a bare knuckle fight card than some people that look like they came from like a uh, drug rehab? You know, it's it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like I'm not really here for some sort of, like, skill level, you know, necessarily. Like, there was definitely some people that had skill there, um, but not until later on the main card. Uh, this was a pay-per-view. It was 40 bucks, and after watching it, I felt like it was completely and totally worth 40 bucks. It was awesome. Um, the They allow their fighters to... Have a walkout, pretty much, however they want to. So, if you have a creative fighter that wants to be memorable, be remembered by the fans, uh, they allowed one of their guys to walk out as Raiden, with I guess his niece or his daughter as a mini Raiden. I'm not sure. Uh, to the Mortal Kombat theme, why not? Good.
0: Uh, good. They had, good they had friend a friend of ours. <laughs> A good friend of ours, he made a screenshot which encapsulates everything of that walkout and the, the show. The show aspect of, of of BKFC is was really, really on point. You can't do it any I, better. You can't. It was b-
1: way better than the UFC.
0: I mean, it's Just, not even. It's not even close.
1: Not even. Yeah, dude. Like they had like the ramp to walk to the the bare knuckle structure. What do they call it? They call it the line or something. Yeah, it's a round boxing ring with ropes, with like four ropes, so it's you can't really fall through because the ropes are really close together. Um, the The ramp is like 120 feet long. It's long, so there's like time. You can dance your way in, like Genki Sudo. You can have strippers walk you down the ramp with while while you're covered in glitter. Whatever you want to do. They just let, like, you can just jog down there and get in there if you want, whatever you want to do. It was great, and it had all those things. It had a guy that, to me, looked like a tweaker in the in the <laughs> fight, just screaming at the other guy, pointing at the canvas in front of him, asking him to stop boxing and just stand in front of him and get hit. It was great, just absurd. Uh, and it had Chris Lieben... Doing what he thought would be his last fight uh, in fight sports, and going to work for Bare Knuckle in more of a professional capacity, and he did great. Which makes me think it's not his last fight because he did great. He'll probably be back for another, but we'll see. You know, Chris I, Lieben was there. Paige Van Zant was there. She got punched around the the what a the
0: the ring
1: ring. It is a I mean, ring is because circular. because the other
0: the other is a square. It is circular.
1: <laughs> it is. I like to call it the knuckling structure.
0: And that's you know we'll call it that from from now on. It, it actually sh- it's it's a I think it's an homage to um, the the real or uh, let's say the genuine bare knuckle which is taking place in Ireland where they actually they they have more of, of a structure like this. It's a ring or it's hay hay stacks, but, but in a in a round in a roundabout way arranged. So I think they how
1: long. How long do you think it'll be until they get Brad Pitt ringside, I mean, smiling like he's the character from Snatch?
0: These dudes can do it all. That's what they proved. And Jack was there. Why not? Why not? I would have been there. That dude is enormous. <laughs> so so yeah, he's, we, we don't have to go into into huge. the into the event that much. It's just if you if you like fight sports and if you if you like the show aspect around it. Um I think there's totally no better place that. to be than Knuckle Mania. I almost ordered a t-shirt. I was so psyched for it. I was psyched from the from the beginning from the weigh-ins, from the post post fight press and pre I was fight order press. A
1: poster, poster. guess what? Autographed posters are
0: sold out. Oh damn. Yeah. And and these walkouts and even even some of the fights were actually very very good. Um I'm not remembering
1: I, I have a coworker who who watches not all UFC, but some UFC and maybe even I got him to watch an Invicta once. He tuned in for Knuckle Mania and he actually messaged me outside of working hours afterwards on Saturday and said, Dude, I'm a fan. Yes. I'm into this. You know what this is like? This is like when we as, when us kids would go down to the down to the overpass or down to the ravine or down to the gravel pit and drink beer and end somebody would always end up getting in a fight. It's- so he's actually like he actually Watch Knucklemania, loved it, and has nostalgia about it. And I'm I'm totally there for it too. You I'm, don't have to take I've it been, too serious, I've been but Knuckled Man, yeah, I'm I'm a fan.
0: I'm I might uh, I'm getting hyped up as we speak, so I I'm, I might push on that and that buy button because maybe I need a Knucklemania shirt.
1: Do it, do it. yeah, wear it with <laughs> pride it. wear it with bride around Switzerland. No one will know what. What is it, what it is? Some
0: some donks listening now will know and and they'll yeah they they will they will enjoy it as much as I do. That's um, great. We have we have um something you want to do. You basically pestered me with it for the for yes. the whole week. So it's yes. it's your time now. It's it's the James Vick retirement statement and your res- retrospective to it.
1: I just there's I just wanted to say like. I was slightly wrong on the injuries. I guess it it wasn't like a, it wasn't as a horrible dental issue. It sounds like his jaw was dislocated though. And he had some sort of fracture of his orbital going across both sides of his orbital, which is horrifying as well. Um, And he retired in order to be there for his kid, which is admirable, honestly, because he was taking a lot of damage and it was going to cost him time with his kids later. So I'm glad for that. Um, The retirement statement, I don't have a lot to say about it. It was your typical, like, macho stuff.
0: Um, yeah, it was, it was a bit hard to read because actually you said hey, he wants to take time with his children, but then he also said, yeah, I or his son, and he also said, but yeah, I wanted to show – because we all said that it might be time to retire for James Wick a long time ago. He's, he continued. I think he, he got knocked out in his last five or six or something like that. He wanted to prove yeah. to his son that he – that it's not a good thing to quit. So, yeah. Sure. <laughs> for, that, sure. for that retirement sure. statement, yeah.
1: Sure. I – Personally, I think it's a good thing to prove to your kids that it's important to look at the reality of the facts of the situation. There you go. So he's starting to do that, and that's good. Um, Maybe a bit late, but yeah. All the rest of this, well, yeah, but earlier than Lieben, right? So, you know, Lieben. Lieben, dude, Lieben collar tied that dude and just beat the hell out of him. I mean it's but if you're listening to this, watch if you're still here, you haven't turned us off yet, you're gonna <laughs> like bare knuckle. You should watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no you but know what I mean Lieben, uh, bare knuckle FC is something that should have been around for Lieben for a long time. Totally. Yeah. So what is your what is your what do, what did you want to get out of your system for for um, James Week?
1: Oh, that was it. I just wanted to correct myself a little bit on the injury report and say I'm happy he's retiring. I, you know, I don't want to give our our listeners false information, so I try to remember what I say. It's important to be uh, accountable and uh, have integrity. Um, yeah. Talk. The other thing. Speaking of accountable and integrity, I do want to touch on two quick, quick, quick things. Uh, one is a correction. I think we should introduce this show with you as the host because a lot of the time you just ask me questions, Man. and you're you're the host. You're hosting. You're producing.
0: We'll we'll let and the listeners decide. It's it's um, not quite
1: cast true. your votes. <laughs> There's a way to do that. I don't know how. It's on Instagram. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to say real quick is a big retraction on the best promo ever. Uh, it was not Doom Bay. It was a promo you sent me from. Fedor uh, versus Krokop in Pride Conflict 2005, uh, and we're going to link it. But uh, there should be some sort of warning on it because it is wild.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I I thought I I almost forgot about it, and, and and then I saw the Doom Bay promo, and I was so psyched for it. And I, I stated it's the best promo ever. And then I I I um try to think about good promos in in fight sports it's not it's not a lot of them so and then of course some some minutes into thinking I came upon the memory of the of this promo and it's I mean it, dude, it's, it's hard it's, it's also hard for for people in Europe of course because it's yeah it's dude do, do you want to do you want to is, give it a short short overview on what what the promo huh? is
1: yeah. yeah it starts in a graveyard of a church I think Okay. The promo is for the heavyweight title fight in Pride between Krokop and Fedor. And it starts in the church uh, graveyard, and I think it's at the grave of Krokop's ma uh, dad, who probably died in a war. Yeah. And then they show war footage of the of said war, and then they show the fighters that are going to be fighting for the title, Krokop getting absolutely obliterated on their way up. So I'm like, I'm and I'm watching this and it's got Japanese voiceovers and guys speaking Russian. And I have no idea what anyone is saying. So I'm watching this and trying to piece it all together. And I'm like, this is a promo for a Krokop Cop fight. Why are they showing Krokop getting destroyed by these guys? And it's a, it's, they made a four and a half minute video of, It's so hardcore that it has Fedor in it, and he's actually showing emotion, like he actually looks angry instead of just that 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 like cold, non-emotional face. So I, it was a it was a lot it was a lot to take in.
0: I mean, I don't want to go too too deep into it. I'm I'm not trying or I don't want to make mistakes it's like the war is still a bit close to home for some people but to sure. actually make a promo out of it for a fight is is quite it's quite a thing wild. and they I think they pulled it off too and um if you know that that Crow Cop also his name is Krokop because he was in a in a Croatian special forces unit and yeah it's it's wild and and to do something like that for a fight which is banal what is the what is the word um yeah it's it's a fight it's nothing it's not not more or less it's just a fight and yeah uh, for, for anyone that. who hasn't seen this promo uh, please watch it Be be, be aware that it's heavy
1: we're <laughs> gonna put a link into the show notes for yes. sure uh where are we putting show notes for the show yeah show are notes will be on the on the, on the web
0: page so you find it in the under on the, on the episode section, and there it will cool. be a, a small thing. It's called show notes. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah. So that was the Luke segment. Um, anything else we forgot you want to touch on?
1: No, I. I mean, I think we've covered it. We we talked. We talked. We got some stuff in. Yeah, it, it,
0: I, I'd, I'd like even to... even
1: started brainstorming our special episodes, so...
0: <laughs> yeah, it might be Poo or Adelaide Bird Highlights. Oh my God. <laughs> Adelaide Bird is back. I could do it.
1: MMADecisions.com is a thing. I could definitely do Adelaide Bird Highlights if we wanted to. I could talk for hours about that.
0: Yeah, so, Sure. But of, of course, also we want to you if if you if you're listening lose
1: every single listener, they would all just
0: disconnect. <laughs> the, the listeners, it's it's also up to you. Um, if you want to, if you want us to hit on any subjects or any anything old or new, all fight related, of course. Um, sure. Write us an email or an or a. Instagram message or a Facebook message. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook, instagram.com slash podcast facebook.com slash podcast or on our webpage, ma-love.com. Interact, c- send us questions, participate. The show is for you. and uh, Of course, it's also for Luke and myself just to talk, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, think that, I think that's it for the show. Cool. So... Thanks very much for listening. I'm, I'm hitting that one last time. Yeah, I feel like my ankle's going to snap. And- Good, that's what you want. <laughs> Check out the show notes and see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. bye-, bye. bye.